from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? We've made it to the Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. I'm Sean Kelly, and greetings from Studio B here on this beautiful day across the Gulf South. We've got a nice show for you today. We're going to zero in on another one of the Saints draft picks as the uh, Saints rookies and undrafted free agents get set for rookie minicamp today through Sunday here at the facility on Airline Drive. And while we've gone through several guys this week, we haven't had a chance to talk about Kyrie Fort yet, and we'll do that here on today's program, we'll go back to a visit that John DeShazer and I had with Kyrie during NFL Draft Weekend 2014. And we'll also visit with Saints defensive lineman John Jenkins today. Jenkins and Fort go a ways back in the Northeast, up in Connecticut. And while their paths have diverged in several cases, they uh, have come together here now as members of the Black and Gold. On the NBA side of things, we're down to our Final Four, aren't we? How about that? Two game sixes last night in the NBA playoffs and two more series decided and boy does this look like a lot like last year doesn't it on the western side of things the Oklahoma City Thunder went on the road last night knock out Chris Paul and the Los Angeles Clippers and so Kevin Durant and the Thunder will take on the San Antonio Spurs and in the, then in the Eastern Conference as we now know the Indiana Pacers have survived a tough postseason thus far and David West the former Hornet leads the way for the Pacers into a series with the defending champion Miami Heat. No basketball tonight or tomorrow night. We'll see Miami and Indiana in game one of their series at Indy on Sunday, and then the Western Conference Finals will begin on Monday night. There's one more thing that I want to point out before we get to our interviews today here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Tomorrow there is a benefit going on in Mandeville, and I'll be serving as a celebrity judge along with St. Kenny Vaccaro and Akeem Hicks We're going to be judging a crawfish competition. How about that? Tomorrow's crawfish cooking for a cause. All-you-can-eat crawfish cook-off benefiting Project Red Light for Hope and Mary Payton's Miracle Foundation. That's at the Lakefront Harbor in Old Mandeville. It'll be going on from 11 until 6. And the guys and myself should be out there from 2 to 4 to judge. A bunch of different teams uh, cooking up some crawfish tomorrow. All the information's at crawfishcookin.com. Crawfishcookin.com. Kids attended under are uh, free tomorrow. That'll be a fun event. So I wanted to point that out today and a chance to perhaps see Kenny and Akeem tomorrow in a different light, to say the least. Okay, so on the show today, it's Kyrie Fort and John Jenkins. And we'll get started here on this Friday in just a moment. from the lottery. You can win up to $2,000. This is how we do it. Spice up your day with mud bucks. Win up to $2,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. The party's just getting started, y'all. Are you ready for mud bucks? Here we go. Pick up mud bucks today. That's how we do it down here. 
All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. As we mentioned at the top of the show, the new Saints rookies and uh, assorted undrafted free agents will be gathering this weekend starting today for Rookie Minicamp 2014. And so uh, we are underway to say the least. They'll be working out today, tomorrow, and Sunday for head coach Sean Payton. We've talked to several of the guys this week here on the Black and Blue Report, but we haven't had a chance to zero in on Cal linebacker Kyrie Fort, who was chosen by the Saints in the fourth round. Interesting path for the Connecticut native, a young man that grew up playing football and lacrosse, of all things. Went to Penn State, and then two years after the Sandusky tragedy in uh, at, at Penn State, rather, uh, he went to Cal, transferred to Cal, and ended up enduring well, one of their worst seasons this past year when the Bears went 1-11. and But Fort finds himself now in the NFL, just three classes shy of a Cal Berkeley degree in American studies. Now, don't think for a second he's going to let that go unfinished. You should know that his mother is a teacher who also has degrees from Georgetown and Columbia. So academics runs strong in their family, and Kyrie Ford will certainly be finishing that degree at some point. First things first, though, an NFL career that begins this weekend with rookie minicamp. And last weekend, after his selection by the New Orleans Saints, John DeShazer and I had a chance to visit on the telephone with Kyrie Fort. Well, Kyrie, first of all, congratulations and welcome to the New Orleans Saints. How's it feel? It feels absolutely mind-blowing for me since, you know, coming from fourth grade, and, you know, seeing people in the NFL and high school and college. And it's like you always think it's, uh, you know, like a long shot. You're like, oh, he plays in the NFL. That's that's 10 years from now. And now actually being here when they call you to be on their team is quite, oh, it's quite, you know, like, I don't know how what to say, man. It's just like breathtaking. Well, it sounds like it. Is this is this where you thought you might go in the draft You, you after uh, after leaving Cal? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually had, I had no idea. I mean, I could, people were calling my agent asking, you know, you know, like the free agency. A couple of teams like the Ravens or um, the Seahawks are talking about second and third round. So I had a wide spectrum of where I could have landed, and you know, I'm happy I'm with the Saints. I'm happy, you know, I got picked. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting down there as soon as possible. You know, Kyrie, you played a couple of years at Penn State. You you sat out as a redshirt and the transfer, and you play a year at Cal. Did you just kind of feel like you know I'm ready to get along with my with my NFL career? No, I mean, um, I feel like the whole experience has just been a learning experience for me. Um, you know, being, you know, like an East Coast guy and coming from Stanford, Connecticut, and then, um, you know, you know, and like going to Penn State, and then, uh, and then, um, and then transferring to Cal. It was, uh, two different places, uh, you know, t- you know, like two different conferences, especially Big Ten, a lot of powers and run downhill, a lot of fullbacks. Pac-12, you know, I was over the number two receiver and running back for the majority of the game, and 
I feel like uh, it made me, you know, like more versatile in my play. And, you know, I'm happy with, you know, uh, you know, my production. You know, obviously I'm a little more, you know, like critical of myself. And, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, you know, I can always learn more, you know, do more and, and uh, you know, like get better in my skill. But, you know, now I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, like Coach Ryan, you know, to coach me up and uh, make me the, you know, like the player that I can be. And um, I'm just looking forward to going out and meeting the guys and, you know, meeting the coaches and everything. You know, give us a synopsis of what we can expect uh, of you as a player. We see you have some pretty – impressive measurables but what can we expect of you as a player well i mean this year we went you know like 111 well this past season and you know there's not one game that i was you know just giving up on the team you know like i never give up you know yeah i mean i'm a big guy and everything you know i run fast but you know if you don't have the heart or you know you know like the mindset to win you know you're not you're not gonna run fast or do anything um and you know, like just me personally, you know, I'm a sideline sideline player. Um, you know, um, I've catched running backs all the way downfield, you know, Sankey and, and you know, like Kadeem Carey. Like they all remember me just because I called them. And, you know, so I never give up, you know. And I know, you know, my athleticism is there and I just need to work on my skill more. Um, and, you know, I'll be great. Kyrie, there's always going to be critics. I think you know that. And, of course, there'll be more of them as you get to the NFL level. Uh, some of those critics have questioned your durability. What would you say to them about about your durability or, or maybe someone who has maybe labeled you as injury prone? Yeah, and no, I don't – you know, the one injury I will verify was just um, my knee injury. I mean, and, and, and then, like, with that, you know, I didn't – tear anything i didn't tear meniscus acl or anything but actually uh you know the surgeon at penn state he told me that i could play right now but you know if i wanted to have a career in the nfl might want to get the surgery just to tighten up my kneecap so it doesn't pop out anymore um i mean at penn state played freshman sophomore year no injury um at cal um you know i mean because obviously i mean i was out for the first year with my knee but um the second year uh I was just out with my, uh, you know, like my bicep at the end of the season. Um, I had a bicep strain. Uh, and so, I mean, from a guy playing since fourth grade, um, about 12, 13 years, and those little bit of injuries, I don't think I'm that injury prone. And, of course, if you take care of your body, drink water, stress, yoga, um, and, you know, just eat right. I feel like, um, you know, you can prevent those. Originally from the Northeast, I, I did see that there's lacrosse in your background. Now, it does frighten me to think of a guy your size with a stick in his hand. Um, what does the lacrosse background <laughs> perhaps uh, bring to uh, football? Yeah, you know, I, I started lacrosse back in uh, fifth grade, played all the way through um, fifth grade, you know, middle school, and a little bit of high school. And, you know, that's a lot of hand and eye coordination. Um, you know, I translated from from lacrosse to football and, you know, you know, like back to lacrosse. And um, I feel like that made my uh, reaction a little quicker, actually. You know, you know, things dropping, I'd be snatching them, you know, you know, just laughing with my parents uh, about it. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, that was a, like a big sport up here, especially in the Northeast. Um, but obviously, you know, um, I love football more. 
and you know now I'm just ready to get down to New Orleans and uh, man, just work my ass off. Oh, I, I shouldn't have. Said that. uh, it's okay. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, hey, if you work my butt off. Yeah, that's right. And if you'd hear John and myself speak, you'd probably just feel like you were you were doing just fine there. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. we, we already we already have one Cal Bear here of significance in Cam Jordan. Yeah. But as I under, as I understand it, uh, you have a relationship with John Jenkins. How far does that go back? I go back to about tenth grade. Um, you know, he was at a high school. Um, yeah, high school up in Connecticut, about three towns up from me. Uh, my dad actually saw him. Uh, playing fullback and um, safety at his, uh, <laughs> you know, like in high school. Um, and, you know, he was struggling a little bit. So um, that, you know, like he helped him out. Cause my dad, he gets people to, uh, you know, like young kids, colleges, and, you know, like where they need to be. So he got him to a prep school. And at that prep school, he made stuff happen. And, you know, obviously he went to Georgia. And from Georgia, he's with you guys. I um, actually just talked to him for a few minutes ago, you know, right after I got drafted, you know, you know, and he was just, you know, like welcoming me, me to the, uh, you know, family and everything. And I was just saying, man, I, you know, I'm ready to get down there and be with you and all the other guys, and, you know, like make the thing happen. Uh, last thing here, Kyrie, I, I'm so curious because as I understand it, Rob Ryan was the one that interviewed you at the NFL Combine. What can you tell us about the conversation you had? Uh, with what is now your new defensive coordinator? Like I tell you, I mean, he's a serious guy. I mean, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And, and um, you know, like he knows what he wants in the defense. And especially he knows what he wants from the guys that he, um, you know, like plays on defense. Um, you know, I was in a meeting room. Uh, not much of a talking about the family or, you know, personal life. It was more of what I can do and, and how can I help the team. And um, so, you know, he had me um, – he had me quickly write down um, against 10 formations that they play against in the league. And um, he had me do it in about five minutes while, you know, like asking me questions about my personal life, about ex-girlfriend and stuff, and, uh, you know, just about life. And she wanted to see if I can, you know, you know, uh, I guess, but just multitask and um, see how well, you know, I can I guess, like, assess uh, information, and um, I thought I did pretty well. Uh, you know, I didn't get much feedback, but uh, it's fine. Uh, like I did well, and, you know, obviously, he, you know, like, believes in me, um, you know, like, that much just to pick me, and, um, you know, I couldn't be more thankful. Uh, you know, this opportunity has been, it's been in the works since fourth grade, and, you know, dream come true, and, you know, I'm just going to try to do my best to help the team out in New Orleans Saints. Um, yes, that's about it. All right, so the good news is in, and I'm sure after you answer 300 texts and take some more phone calls, <laughs> you'll have some kind of a celebratory dinner tonight. What is for dinner for tonight for Kyrie Fort? Um, we're going to have probably mango chicken and, um, and like, Tesla rice with that at the restaurant downtown Stanford called Butterfield 8. Um, little private party, have you know, like cocktail attire, real professional, just congratulating me and everybody that supported me. You know, my, especially my father, and my family. Um, you know, I've been through this since the day I was born. When I was born, actually dead. I was born blue for the first five minutes of my life, and 
you know, um, I, you know, I want to thank God he put me back on this earth. And, you know, um, I actually had a stuttering problem for the first eight or nine years of my life. I had to go to class for it. And, um, and now I'm here today. And I feel like, you know, you know like I'm just a proven testimony that, you know, you can prevail through adversity. Well, it's a great story, Kyrie. Congratulations. It sounds like you've overcome a lot, and uh, a new chapter in your life now starts here this afternoon. Way to go, bud. Thank you. All right, so Fort is one of four draft choices on the defensive side of the football for the New Orleans Saints, and again, he'll be hard to work this weekend in his first Saints rookie minicamp. There's a connection to Fort already on the team. In fact, there are two. Cam Jordan, of course, played at Cal. And he'll also be familiar with John Jenkins, defensive lineman for the New Orleans Saints. We'll visit with John next. Here's a valuable lesson I've learned as an Intergy customer. Saving energy saves you money. And the online videos at EntergySavings.com show you how. A few simple projects can make a big difference in your bill. In just a few hours, I knocked my monthly bill down by 20%. It was easy. From caulking windows to programming your thermostat, the Intergy videos walk you through it. Visit EntergySavings.com and start saving today. That's the power of people. Intergy. Your Pelicans, led by all-star Anthony Davis, are on their way to becoming playoff contenders, and you'll want to be there to witness it. Newly released seat locations will be available for the public to check out for the first time at our Select-A-Seat event on Saturday, May 17th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center. Ticket packages start as low as $150. Visit pelicans.com or call 504-525-HOPE for more info and take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. All right, welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, and uh, we welcome in for the first time to Studio B, defensive lineman of the New Orleans Saints, John Jenkins. And uh, I appreciate you coming by, John, and I'm hoping that uh, the uh, studio finds you well today. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, short notice. Pleasure. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that as you, as we kind of tore you away from your workouts. Uh, tell us, how is your offseason going so far, John? Man, offseason is good, man. Um, I know exactly what I want to work on, you know, having a year under my belt and and some things that I know I want to work on and get better for the next season. Well, what's on the list? What I mean, you, you like know, to see get better? You, can, you can never be in the best shape as possible. You know, I want to be a little stronger than I was last year. Uh, like I said, um, being in better shape, uh, being able to do things, um, put more stats on the board. Because if I'm playing good, then we all playing good. And then, I mean, who knows? Sky's the limit for us. Think back to about a year ago. What was that like? I mean, you were the one going through a rookie mini camp, just like uh, these guys will do this weekend. Man, it, it was intense. You know, everything moving so fast. You know, I mean, trying to impress everybody. You want to scale every moment of your life. Uh, people watching you from left to right. You know, what I mean, people watching you didn't even know who was watching you. It, it was intense. What was the hardest part, John, about the process after the draft off the field? You know what I'm talking about? Kind of like getting settled. What was the worst part? Um, just just trying to find your way. You know, um, when you're after the draft and then you, and the team pick you and then you go there and you're trying to find your way. You know you, you know you, all you want to do is just help the team. And you just don't know how to help the team. You know you want to help the team. You want to win games. So that was the hardest part, trying to find your way on the team trying to uh, find your way in the locker room, trying to uh, be as helpful as possible without stepping on anybody's toes, anything such as that. 
Was there someone, John, that helped you through that process? Did anybody take you under their wing pretty quickly? Man, you know what? I had an honor. The whole defensive room took me under their wing. Uh, Bunkley, uh, King, Clyde, uh, Tyron, um, uh, Cam. I mean, all those guys gave me tips to, uh, to be better, to try to accomplish the day. And, and, and it was an honor that them guys took me under because you hear horror stories and su- such as that. <laughs> it seems like this locker room is full of that. There, I, I'm sure there is some rookie hazing that goes on, but – I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a big deal to these guys. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's not. It's, it's, we didn't really go through the hazing part. We uh, our thing was just go get food. You know, everybody's hungry after after uh, practice and things such as that. So going get food is pretty much you feeding yourself plus eight other guys. So that was easy. <laughs> when when we uh, when we first uh, talked to Kyrie Fort uh, last weekend after he was drafted by the Saints, I think we were the next people on the phone. With Kyrie after you, it's you. You two <laughs> must have talked within minutes of his selection by the New Orleans Saints. Man, you know what? Uh, like I said, our paths um, went separate ways, but at the end of the day, man, we can always reach out to each other when things happen. And and um, yeah, I uh, I got a phone call and what's not, and and I spoke to him and, and gave him some insights what to look forward to. Um, he's coming into a good good organization. I'm I'm happy to be here. And it was just that simple, you know what I mean? Just get ready. Just find your way on the team like I did. Man, if you need anything, I told him, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? We're from the same town, so we look out for each other. It seems like he needed that guy at that moment, and you were the guy. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's like that. It's like that. It's real because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And and you're changing you're, you're changing your surroundings. You know it's a business. You know you're trying to put yourself out there, and, and you love the game. So you just don't know. So when you have somebody that you're, something you're familiar with to come and reach out to you and, and let you know that everything is going to be okay, just continue doing what you're doing to get yourself there and, and, and do what you have to do. I mean, that's a, a boost of confidence. Saints defensive lineman John Jenkins joining us on the Black and Blue Report. As uh, John and Kyrie Ford uh, come from really the same hometown, right, John? I mean, tell me about growing up in in, in uh, Connecticut. Oh, man, Connecticut, it was – I mean, it's different. It's different. Some people don't understand Connecticut. Um, they, they hear the word Connecticut and they think one or two things. Um, more like – more so they think of, like, Greenwich, Fairfield, and stuff like that. And and I don't blame them because that's exactly what you see and, and, and hear about when you think about Connecticut. But, I mean, we grew up on different sides and what's not. So, um, I mean, Connecticut was tough. My, where I grew up, it was a little tough. But um, it, it was a blessing. You know what I mean? I want to change it for the world. What kind of a player is Kyrie? I, I guess I need to learn more because he's bounced around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's an energetic player, man. Um I had opportunity to see some of his film and stuff when he was at Penn State and, and his highlight film and and I seen some of his workouts and and he's very energetic man he 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 come to a right place to uh to let him do what he have to do and 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 the type of player he is man he's just gonna get get the job done you know what I mean you can't can't expect anything but greatness from him. Did did you two play together at any point or? I guess take me through. You said it kind of crisscrosses through your growing up and goes back quite a way. Um, what stands out as, as you two as football players? I mean, um, we never played played with each other or played against each other. Uh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little ahead of him. But um, right. what stood out was the fact that our process of going through what we was going through. You know, he was going through a recruiting process, and I was going through one as well. So that's pretty much stand out, stood out because his dad helped us both and a couple other guys as well. So um, we we built a bond. Do that through through that. 
us being from the hometown and his dad and, and, and things like that, going to big schools and trying to make a name for himself. I had the opportunity to get recruited um, by Penn State, but um, as everybody knows, I, ch- I decided to go to Georgia after junior college, and, and that was it. You know, uh, it's interesting, between the free agency process and then having four of the six draft picks last weekend all go to the defensive side of the football, I'm curious as to what you and your existing defensive teammates have talked about about Saints moves this offseason. Um, how does that conversation go? What have, what have you all taken away from these additions? I mean, to be honest with you, um, we just want these guys to come in and be ready to ball. Uh, we don't really – I know myself, I didn't really pay attention to it because at the end of the day, I got to worry about myself and, and trying to win a Super Bowl. I still want to do whatever I can to improve myself on and off the field try to help my teammates to win the Super Bowl. So new teams, new free agents, new whoever. I just want to be a part of uh, winning the Super Bowl with my teammates and being able to help the best way I can. Any thoughts about Rob Ryan after a year under him as compared to maybe what else you've been through in your football life? Oh, man, Rob, great guy, man. Uh, man, my thoughts, man, I, I think highly of this guy, man. I, I'm glad mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to play underneath him. All right, so rookie minicamp is this weekend. Um, if you were to – if you were to be asked by any of them, whether it's drafted or undrafted, what would you tell them about the three days that, that go into that? Man, just don't leave leave nothing on the field, you know. Just just go out there and just give everything you got because, like I said before, man, you're being watched. So if you can go out there and just ball out and just do whatever you can to, to make a name and stand out the best way you can, man, go ahead and do it. All right, John, you, your, your training camp is going to be creeping up on you fairly quick here. I know that you're working out and trying to take – big steps in uh, the process of improving your body and whatnot. But do you have any uh, vacations lined up or big plans before the offseason comes to a close? Man, you know what? Um, I decided not to do anything serious, you know, to, um to I get a few years under my belt, and then I'll probably treat myself. So to answer your question, nah. All right, fair enough. It sounds humble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Vacation, I'm not there for a vacation. So a few years maybe, you know what I mean, God willing, then I'll treat myself to something nice. All right, John. Hey, good luck on the rest of your workouts, and I appreciate you stopping by today. Oh, man, thanks for having me. Hey, don't forget to sign the door there. That ch- that door is going to go to charity there on Studio B. Okay, cool. No problem. All right, John Jenkins with us here on the Black and Blue Report on this Friday, and we're back after this. Hey there. What you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well... Tonight, we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. 
We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Does your boss know you're listening? If not, turn it up louder. This is the Black and Blue Report. Again, no basketball tonight or tomorrow night. Might have a little withdrawal without some NBA playoffs, but again, it resumes on Sunday with the Eastern Conference Finals in Indianapolis, and then on Monday night when the Thunder take on the Spurs in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. All right, so no basketball tonight or tomorrow night, but I do have baseball this weekend. The Studio B Series continues. Daniel Sallerson's Atlanta Braves visit my St. Louis Cardinals. I'll have an eye on that, and of course, I'll have an eye on Saints rookie minicamp this weekend, too, and we'll see lots of coverage with John DeShazer and the guys at NewOrleansSaints.com, and we'll have some of those uh, pieces for you on Monday's Black and Blue Report. It's going to be a great weekend. I hope you get out and enjoy it and spend time with family and friends, and we'll see you back here next week for another round of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. For Daniel Salerson, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.